Hello, my friends. Today's episode is episode number eight of Happy Thinker. I am Cassie, and I'm so excited to get into this episode of Finding Your Why, my process in which I have recently been diving deep into to find my why, and how I hope this can help you do the same to help you push through when uh, it gets rough and bumpy. Okay, so finding your why. The concept seems kind of simple, but it's so involved, the process of finding your why for why you live, why you wake up in the morning and do what you do, why you go to your job, why you show up in the places that you show up in your life, and why you don't in the places that you don't show up in your life for yourself or for others. But it's a super important question that I think we all face at some point. It may have been stated in maybe a different form. What's your purpose? What makes you yourself? All of these kinds of things could have been said to us and made us question our why. I want to go a little deeper than that though and not focus necessarily on your purpose or your reason for existence, but rather What is your feeling behind why? What drives that feeling? You know, what feeling is driving your actions? Because as I've talked about before, our thoughts come first. So our thought of what is my purpose? What is my why? My feelings that surround that answer push me towards actions. So when you wake up in the morning, your first thought is probably subconscious and subliminal. It's probably not something you really think about all that much. Your brain has gotten so used to thinking it. It's a belief at that point because you've thought it over and over and over again. So you believe, I have to get up to go to work. I have to get up to take care of my kids. I have to get up to waste another day. Whatever it is that deep down you feel because of your thoughts motivates your actions. So with the question of our why, it all stems from potentially first a thought and then the feeling that motivates your actions. So what is that for you? Have you found it yet? Do you know why? Your why for your goals, your why for yourself, your why for everything in your life. Or are you still running? on your brain's reasons why, your default mode, as I've talked about it before. We have the potential to choose our why and the potential to push. If it's compelling enough, you'll push hard enough to get exactly the results from your why. But it has to be compelling. Your why has to matter to you. It has to feel like it's authentic to you. And to find that is a really hard process. I've been doing a lot of soul searching myself, trying to find the deeper purpose of my why. Why do I go to work every day? Why do I get up in the morning? I could say some short answers, like my daughter. That's a short answer. 
because of the love I have for my daughter. I could say because I have a need to prove myself to myself. And maybe that's a good enough why, but I don't know that that's compelling enough to push me towards what I want. And that's what I'm looking for. To find a compelling enough why and the feeling that surrounds it to be a compelling enough feeling to drive me in the direction of my goals and my dreams and the life that ultimately I want to build. So my process in doing that has been lengthy, to say the least, and um, very confusing. It has been a process of ups and downs and constant change and fluctuation. There were times I didn't even realize I was searching for my why and ultimately was searching for my why. But I know deep down that's the only thing that really matters is your why. Because if you're here with no why, who's to say you can't just decide not to be here anymore and I don't want that for you for me for anyone on this planet because I genuinely believe that there is a higher purpose for each of us I believe we're here to accomplish things beautiful things I believe that we are here to further not only society and the way it runs and functions and evolves But I think we're here to find a deeper meaning within ourselves and to bring that same thing out of other people. Not everyone has to agree with me. I'm okay to disagree with others. That's perfectly okay if you don't agree with this. But I think we can all agree at least a little that there is a why for everyone. Whether it's compelling, whether it's in some other person's perspective worth the reason that they're doing it, whatever it is. That's up to debate and that's up to everyone's interpretation. But I think everyone has a why. Even if you don't realize you're just running subliminally on a train that you have no idea where it's headed. So let's pick our destination. Let's figure out where we want to go and hop on the right why train, I guess, so to speak. So... How do we do that? So one thing I found that really helps me sort out my whys is during the process of living and surviving in the world, we are presented with thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of choices every day. A lot of them we make without even thinking about making them. So being aware of your choices that you're making on a daily basis is key to first figuring out your why because if you understand why you make your choices and then you realize that why does not match your your underlying why of why you want to be here what you want to do with your life then maybe we need to change our choice making and decision making processes because a lot of times I've caught myself in that making all of these choices and decisions that do not align or do not match my underlined why. And I don't wanna be that way. So I'm guessing you probably don't either. 
So being aware that the choices, the small ones, the big ones, whether you decide to eat this today or whether you decide to spend time with that person, whether you decide to text somebody that you've not texted in a while or you decide to stop texting someone that you know you should or should not text, um, whether you decide to spend time with someone, whether you decide to skip out on work that day, Whatever it is, is it aligned? That choice, even the ones you don't really think about very much, is that choice aligned with who you want to be? Your underlined why. Maybe you're still in search of your why, but ask yourself the question, what do you want your why to be? And what is it now? And what's the gap between those two factors? What is the gap between the why that you want for yourself and the why that you are living right now? Just think about it. What is the gap between those two factors? If that gap seems large, don't get discouraged. It's okay. That's where we all start. That's actually really good news because that means you have so much potential to become the person you want. But you got to choose. Each choice that you make leads to your why of who you are deep down, who you want to be deep down. So ask yourself that question, who do I want to be? You don't have to say that to everything. So you may not know who you want to be yet. You don't have to know what profession you want to go into or what job you want to do or who you want to be technically your whole life. But do ask little things like, do you want to be an honest person? Do you want to be persons that someone can rely on? Do you want to be free from others and restrictions? Do you want a family? Do you want... What do you want and what kind of person do you have to be to get those things? And then ask yourself, are the choices I'm making authentically me? And are they the choices that are going to lead me to the why that I want, the person I want to be? What is my why? How do I get there? That's how you do the process is you look at your choices now and the result that you have because of them. If your result does not match your desired result, then it is nobody else's fault but your own. And I say this to myself in this podcast just as much as I say this to you because it is a hard pill to swallow sometimes to realize that yes, some circumstances may not have been planned or may not even realize that it had a lot to do, but the choices that may have gotten to that circumstance probably have a lot to do with you. And people may argue with me on this one because they may be like, like, well, what about, for instance, what's going on in the world right now? Globally, the coronavirus wasn't my choices. None of that was my choices. So now this is restricting my life circumstances and those circumstances are out of my control. There are some circumstances in which you didn't have a lot of choice in. But your response to a circumstance is fully within your control. It's not always easy, but it is within your control. So you can choose to make the choices that push you towards your why, your desired result. And it's interesting because obstacles actually are a beautiful thing when you're trying to push yourself to your desired why because they show you your own power because these obstacles may be circumstances out of your control but once you're realizing that your response to them is within your control 
you have full power over your life. Doesn't matter what circumstance gets thrown at you. You have full power over your life that way. And I know of a lot of circumstances someone could throw at me now and that might not seem true, but deep down it's true. There's very few circumstances that are not within our control to respond to. One of which is something that affects us um, on a mental level. Some of them are more advanced things than others. So if your brain doesn't function the way it should function, that's not always under your control. And I am not trying to disregard anybody's situation in any way. I simply want to point out to the vast majority of people, do you want your why to be what it is right now? If you don't, let's work towards that. Step one, you have to evaluate your current choices. Um, Something I do that helps with this and helps me in this process evaluate my current choices is any choice I decide to make, I look at it, I say, is this me? Is this authentically myself? Is it useful to me? Is it helpful to me to make this choice? What is this what is the result if I make this choice? And if I don't know the result, if it's one of those things that you just kind of have to gamble, what is the most likely result? You can ask yourself that question. What's the most likely result? If it seems like it's in the direction you want to go, then go for it. If you have no idea, sometimes you have to just put it into practice and find out. Life itself is kind of a trial and error. You practice until you realize that's not really the practice for you. Try this and, ooh, that definitely does not align with who I am. And that's okay. Perfectly okay. That's too much pressure to put on yourself for every decision you make to be the right one. That's the greatest thing about this finding your why process is if it doesn't authentically fit you, you can change it. You just decide to make a different decision. You just decide to take a different course. You may have to meet obstacles in that process. It may mean letting go of some things, sacrificing an old life for a new one. But if that's what you want and you know it's going to lead to your why deep down, then you're doing it right. You're doing the right thing. Some people are very hard on themselves when trying to find their true why and reevaluating maybe that their current why is not compelling enough. It's not really what they want or authentically themselves. But don't be hard on yourself. There are a lot of people that struggle with this because they're afraid what they might lose or sacrifice. So I want to throw in a very funny story that helped me a lot on this process and strangely enough came from the weirdest source. The source of my answer for this, how do I figure this out question, how do I let go of something, came from the movie Frozen 2. You can giggle, you can laugh, I giggle and laugh at myself every time I think about this. My daughter is obsessed with Frozen, okay? She's not even quite two yet, but obsessed. She'll repeat things in the movie, she tries to act it out, she gets really upset when Elsa Arana gets hurt or anything like that. So she's obsessed. She loved Frozen, but now she loves Frozen 2 even more. And because of this, I have watched it probably a thousand times, many times a day. And I have seen every scene 
But one of the most beautiful scenes in the entire movie is when Elsa, if you haven't seen the movie, I'm just going to let you know, I am throwing this out here. I'm going to spoil it for you. Spoiler alert. So please be aware of that. Don't be mad. Don't be mad. Um, yeah. So beautiful part of the movie. If you haven't seen it, please do. It's, it's a really good movie. I don't care if you like Disney movies. See it. You should see it. But Elsa is meeting this giant challenge, okay? She's freezing the ocean waves to try and cross the ocean. She needs to cross the ocean to get to a glacier, a beautiful glacier that's supposed to hold all the memories and secrets to her past. And in order to get there, she has to wrangle the water spirit, which is a horse. So she's like breaking this horse in the process. And it's it's not a pleasant scene. It's uncomfortable, you can tell. It's hard. She goes through a lot to do it. She doesn't always get it right. Several times she fails over and over and over and over and over again, throwing the horse throws her off, and she almost drowns like three times in the scene. And it's not an easy scene, but she eventually gets on this horse bareback and and wins She because she doesn't give up. The entire time she doesn't give up, and she wins. And she's riding this horse, beautiful, her riding to this place. She can see it in the distance, and she realizes that is where she's always belonged. She knows it deep down before she even gets there, that that is her. That is where she came from. Those are her answers. That's her why is located in that spot where she's headed to this beautiful glacier. So she's riding this horse, and she gets there, and she sings this song because it's a musical. So... <laughs> So if you're not a musical fan, please still watch the movie. It's good. But she gets to this beautiful glacier and she realizes she has come to understand this is where she's belonged. She's about to get the answer to the thing she's always wanted her whole life, who she is. And she said, I've always been so different. Normal rules do not apply. And she's calling out for this person to show themselves, only for her to find out it's been her the whole time that she's been waiting for. And so that's where I've learned that lesson, that this process is a not always get it right process. It's really hard, but you cannot give up to find your why. And when it is compelling enough to realize that that's your destiny, that's who you are deep down, authentically yourself, you don't need anyone else to find that for you, just yourself. When you find that, you won't want to let go of it. So that's why it's important to find your why. And the way you do that is choice by choice. Another great theme from that movie is when you don't know what to do, make the next right choice. That's true for your whole life. And that's true for finding your why. When you're not sure where to start, when you're not sure what to do, not sure what your why is, make the next right choice. If you know it's right in your heart, make that choice. I hope you loved today's episode and if you did and think it would be helpful to someone you know please share it i love that you listen every week and tune in to hear the happy thinker with me cassie as your host we'll be looking out for my next podcast at the end of this week and another one next week if you haven't found me yet i'm on spotify apple podcast google podcast 
Pocket Cast, and so many other platforms. So thank you so much for your listenership. Your support means so much to me. And I will see you again at the end of this week. Bye, you guys.